Welcome back to another episode of Truth From The Heart with Travis Sullivan. Today's episode is about standing for the truth, no matter the cost. But before I get started with today's episode, I want to tell you I am excited to announce that I have an email now for the podcast. And so if you've got a question about something I say on one of these podcast episodes, or maybe you missed one of the references, or you want to get more information of where I got it from, or you need to get the reference once again, whatever the case may be, you can now email truth from the heart podcast at gmail.com. I know it's kind of long truth from the heart podcast at gmail.com. And I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And I hope to get this podcast on a podcast platform, maybe put it on YouTube. And again, as I progress and, and put these different places and try and make them as accessible as I can, I will let you know. So again, today's episode is all about standing for the truth, no matter the cost. There are several examples in the Bible of men and women who stood for their faith no matter the cost, and as soldiers of the cross, we too are called to stand for our faith, no matter what this world says. So let's get started. And I think it's very important to start off with the basics, and that is, whom do you serve? And I love this verse in Joshua 24. It's Joshua 24, 15, and you may know the last sentence of this verse, but I'm going to read the entire verse right now. And again, I read from the English Standard Version. This is Joshua 24, 15. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And again, I've seen that hanging in many houses across this nation. And so I think that's an important question to get out of the way right away is who do you serve? And I know for me, I serve God Almighty. The Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 16, 13, and he encouraged them to stand strong in their faith. 1 Corinthians 16, 13, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men and be strong. Again, those are words of exhortation from Paul to the church in Corinth. And we are to take that and do the same as well. We are to stand strong in our faith, act like men. And no matter what this world throws at us, we are to stand for the truth of God's word. And there's no, it's no secret. The truth is under attack today. Christians are being persecuted all around the world for their faith. At the end of this podcast, I will say a prayer for those who are in other countries and countries who are hostile to the faith, because I believe that, that those are the Christians that are in the most danger, but they are putting their lives on the line to spread the gospel from every end of the earth. And not to say that it's not dangerous here in America, because in some places it is, but we are blessed here in the United States that Christians are not being persecuted on a mass basis, or at least not yet. And again, I'm not trying to take anything away from us here in the United States, but there are many that are having to go underground in several countries to spread the gospel, but they are getting the gospel out and they have a heart for the gospel, and they are standing strong 
for the truth, no matter the outcome. And it could mean losing their lives. And here in America, it could be losing your job or losing your friends, losing your way of life. But again, God will always honor those that stand for the truth of his word. And so I just encourage you to stand strong in your faith. I think one of the most important ways to do that is to know what you believe and so that you can stand strong and defend your faith. And so that's why you'll hear me nearly every podcast encourage you just open God's word, read it, read the verses that I'm giving you, read a passage that God puts on your heart because nothing, nothing speaks to us as believers like the word of God. This is why I think it's important that we stand for the truth, and that is because we don't want to be embarrassed in the day of judgment. You know, children, when they get scared, sometimes they'll go hide behind their parents or they'll go hide or they'll they'll kind of shudder if they're embarrassed or they're scared of something. First John 2.28 says, And now, little children, abide in him so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not shrink from him in shame at his coming. What a great verse that is. A, a pretty straightforward verse as well. Do you want to sit there and say, I did everything that I could. I stood on faith no matter the cost. Or do you want to say, well, you know, there were great pressures against me and I believe in your word. I, I stand on your word. But in that moment, I just I, I couldn't do that. You know, God has never abandoned us. He will always stick with us. And so we are to do the same. He, he doesn't need us to defend him. But he wants us to stand on the truth of his word. And again, he will always honor that. We're to speak the truth because we are part of the church. We're reminded of that in Ephesians 4.25. Uh, I told you I got a lot of verses for you today. And so just hopefully you're writing these down. You go back and you listen to this to this episode and you can get all these references. Again, Ephesians 4.25. Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor for we are members of one another. We are the church of Jesus Christ. We are the ones who are supposed to be speaking the truth because we are the ones who know the truth. So if we're not standing for the truth, who in the world is going to stand for the truth? We can't expect God to do all the work for us. And we shouldn't expect other Christians and say, well, you know, they're more outgoing and, and, and they're they're bold and, and I'm just going to let them speak for me. No, we have to speak for ourselves. We have to stand up and say, this is what God's word says. This is how I live my life. This is how I base how I live my life is on the word of God. So many of us, again, uh, forget that we are called to be courageous soldiers of the cross. We have God in us. Jesus is our king. Why in the world are we scared of whatever this world can throw at us? We are to stand strong in our faith, no matter the cost. I'm going to keep saying that throughout this entire episode. But we are to bring the truth in love. And again, I know there are many that are afraid to bring the truth because they're afraid of being rejected, but we are called to bring the truth in love. I read 1 Corinthians 16, 13 earlier. Now let's take a look at the next verse, 1 Corinthians 16, 14. And this one's a pretty short sentence, but it's pretty straightforward. And that is, let all that you do be done in love. Share the truth in love. If you see somebody doing something that is not right or not according to the Bible, share the truth with them in love. Don't necessarily sit there and, and judge them and, and try and hit them with the Bible or throw the Bible in their face, but just say, look, this is the truth and share it to them in love. 
That's why I named this podcast Truth From The Heart, because I want to bring you the truth in love, the truth straight from my heart. We're also reminded to bring the truth in love in Ephesians 4.15. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ. And again, we are to share the truth in love. So we're to stand for the truth no matter the cost, and we are to share that truth in love. I think it's pretty safe to say that there's quite a bit of evil or quite a bit of wrongdoing in the world today, and we are to call it out. Ephesians 5, 11 through 12. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. If we see something that is not right, if we see something that is going on, we as Christians are called to stand up and stand for the truth. And again, I know that there are many out there that are afraid to do that. And, you know, maybe it may may cost you your job. It may cost you a lifelong friendship. But again, it doesn't matter because God will always honor those who stand for the truth of his word. So we are called to stand for the truth and we're called to call out what is wrong. And again, I can't tell you how many times I see things going on and and there's only a few people that are saying, look, this is wrong, you know, and uh, that's why I was so blessed to see all these parents stand up after 2020 when we saw what children were being taught in school and how they were being indoctrinated with woke ideology. And there were so many parents that stood up and said, this is not right. This is not what we want for our kids. And it just warmed my heart to see so many, but we need to be doing more of that. We need to stand up. There are so many things again, going on in this world that are just pure evil. They're wrong. We need to stand up and say, this is not right. We are soldiers of the cross. And this is what the truth of God's word says. Again, I said it in an earlier podcast, and that is we can tell people the truth, but we cannot make them believe the truth, but we are to bring them the truth in love. We're also reminded to stand up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Proverbs 31, 8 and 9. Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. Again, there are so many in our society today that cannot stand up for themselves. Babies who don't know how to talk yet, or just really even children. They are they are the ones that are being attacked the most because Satan knows that they're the most vulnerable. But we who can protect them, we are the ones who know the truth. We have have to stand up and say, this is not right. No, you're not going to do this to our children. And that is why I'm going to do a podcast later about the importance of life, especially standing up for the babies who are in the womb, who, according to some, have no rights until after they're already born, but they do have rights. We are created in the image of God. I talked about that in the podcast about marriage, that we are created in his image. They do have rights. Those who are maybe uh, mentally challenged or have a physical disability, whatever the case may be, those who can not stand up for themselves, we are to stand up and speak for them and say, this is the truth of God's word. This is what is right. And this is what is wrong. And as Christians, we should have no problem standing for the truth. And again, Jesus knew the truth and he spoke the truth throughout his word. And of course, his word is the truth. And, you know, you could say, well, that was Jesus. You know, he knew. But again, that's why I think it's important that we know God's word, because the more you know, 
the easier it's going to be to defend your faith. And uh, again, just doing these podcasts and reading different parts of God's word, I have come to grow stronger in my faith. I've grown stronger in my knowledge of God's word and my love for his word has grown as well. And again, that's why I encourage you just open God's word. Sometimes so many people are saying, I don't know what the answer is. I don't, I, I don't know what to do. It's right there in front of you. Open God's word. It's the best selling book of all time for a reason. So many people have it But then so many Bibles gather dust and they don't ever open them. And God didn't write it for us to just put it on a shelf and be forgotten about. He wrote it because it is our owner's manual. It is our life. I love this acronym that I heard about the Bible, and that is basic instructions before leaving earth. I love that. Obviously, that's not what the Bible stands for, but it it fits because that's so true. Basic instructions and basic knowledge before we leave earth. God will always speak through his word. One of the ways that we can defend ourselves of what is going on in the world around us is by putting on the whole armor of God. And if you have never read the passage that talks about the different parts of the armor, I encourage you to do that. And you can do that by reading Ephesians 6, 11 to 19. And that talks about the different parts of the armor and what they guard against. And I want to read verse 19, though, of Ephesians 6. So Ephesians 6, 19, this is the last verse in that passage. And it says, and also for me, that words may be given to me and opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel. So we are to put on the armor of God and then words will be given to us so that we can open our mouths boldly and proclaim the gospel to all the parts of the world. The thing that's so important about the armor before I move on to the next thing, and that is, of course, we don't want to just have on one piece of the armor. You know, when soldiers went out and they were in a war and they were in a battle and they were fighting, they didn't want to forget the the hell. They didn't want to forget the shield. They didn't want to forget their sword. And so that's why it's important that we arm ourselves with the full armor of God and get ready to prepare for the battle. God will fight for us. But again, we are in the Lord's army. We are to put on the whole armor of God and then go out and speak the truth of his word boldly. The Bible is called the word of God or the sword of the spirit. And what's interesting about that is it's the only offensive weapon in the armor of God. All the rest of them are defense weapons, but that is the only offensive weapon. And so that is why Jesus spoke so often from God's word. That's why, you know, when he was being tempted, it is written. It is written. He said it time after time because it is the sword of the spirit. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It can attack the gates of hell. And that is why the sword of the spirit, I believe, is really the most important part of the armor. If you're going to forget a piece or not have a piece on correctly, the one piece that you cannot do without is the sword of the spirit. Now I want to take a look and I'm not going to have time to get all of these in. So I'll probably have to have another episode and I'll continue in these examples of those who stood for their faith, no matter the cost throughout God's word. I want to start with one that is very popular and one that everyone knows. But if you've never actually looked in depth at the story, I want to encourage you to do that. And that is Noah. And you can read about Noah in Genesis 6 through 
10. Genesis 6 through 10 talks about Noah and how he found favor in God's sight. And it talks about the specifications of the ark. It was very specific and how people were laughing at him. They thought he was some crazy person for trying to build this ark, but he had faith in God and he obeyed what God said. And then God spared him and his family. Uh, Some people may just know, oh, you know, Noah, he had an ark. He put the animals in it. There was a flood and he survived. But there's so much more to it than just that. And there is a passage in the New Testament. It's Hebrews 11. And the entire chapter is called the faith chapter. And it's all about our faith. And if you have never read Hebrews 11, I want to encourage you to do that because I don't think your mind will be blown, but I really think it will be a blessing to you. Hebrews 11. But Noah's also mentioned in the faith chapter and very appropriately, I might say, Hebrews 11, 7. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. Because of faith, he... He became an heir of righteousness and God spared his family. Did you did you see that concerning events that had not been unseen or concerning events yet unseen? No one had seen anything like the flood at that time. But Noah, he may not have completely understood and completely been like, I don't understand what God is doing. But again, he had a fear. He had a reverence for God and he was strong in his faith. And he said, I am going to stand on my faith and obey God. And that's what we are called to do is we are called to stand for the truth no matter the cost. I've got several more examples, but again, uh, for the sake of time, I'm going to have these examples in the next episode. So I hope you will join me for part two of this episode, Standing for the Truth, No Matter the Cost. Let's have a quick prayer. Lord, thank you for today. And Lord, I pray for Christians all over the world that they would stand strong in their faith and stand on the truth of your word. I pray for those who are sort of distant from your word. I pray that they would come and that they would read your word and that you would speak to them through your word so that they can stand strong in their faith. Lord, thank you for your word and thank you for sending Jesus to die for us. We love you so much. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions about anything that you've heard on today's podcast, remember you can email truthfromtheheartpodcast at gmail.com. Truthfromtheheartpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you and maybe answer some of your questions. This is Truth From The Heart. I'm your host, Travis Sullivan. And remember, Jesus is King. Maranatha. God bless. Until next time.